0: Idaho's choice for news talk and Broncos. This is 580 kido kido The news you need starts right now. Welcome to a brand new podcast. This is Everything with Everett, a podcast dedicated to hosting important conversations. Everything with Everett is hosted by Everett McConaughey from Boise, Idaho. Everett is an Idaho native who is ready to share his thoughts and observations on a wide variety of subjects. Politics, science, faith, religion, technology, and so much in between. How did we get here? What can we learn from each other? How can we put the past into a healthy conversation that helps us grow tomorrow? This is Everything with Everett a conversation worth having. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Everything with Everett. Are you getting tired of all the politics like I am and the current events of the world? Not that they're important, not important, but it's nice to take a break every now and then. One of the things that I like about my podcast that I've... My goal for it is that we don't focus on one genre of discussion. So I thought we should take a break from the current events and timely info and have a little bit of fun with some history. So today I would like to talk about my very first employer. Um, I was a little bit of a nerd on them. Back when I was going to college, I did a speech on them. (laughs) for my communications class. Very fitting talk about your employer at a radio station. And I got some great information, historic audio, as well as audio that I obtained myself from our systems at work, which now are historic in nature because they don't use it anymore. Um, anyway, so the station that I'm going to be talking to you, teaching you guys about, talking to you about, is station KIDO in Boise, Idaho. It is Boise's very first licensed radio station and has quite an extensive history. Um, so the period there are several periods of the station. Um, starting from 1919 at seven station seven YA 22 became KFAU 28 1928 became KIDO. In '59, it was owned by Masabi Western, part of uh, Bill Boeing and his and the Boeing um, Airline Equipment Company. In '76, it was owned by Western Broadcasting. '79, Sundance Broadcasting. '97, it was owned by JCore, and then they sold to Clear Channel Communications, which is iHeartMedia nowadays. In 2007, station was owned by Peak Broadcasting. I worked for Clear Channel for three months and was part of the sell into Peak Broadcasting, and I worked for Peak Broadcasting till my departure in 2010. They are currently owned by Town Square Media. Peak Broadcasting does not exist anymore, but it's the same people at the building. So in 1920, radio begins in Idaho. The first broadcasting on low power station 7YA and shortwave station 7XT. X means, means experimental, and Y stood for educational. They had a tower located on the rooftop of Boise High School, and the studios were located under the stage at Boise High in the auditorium. It's now the green room. Um, if you ever get to go down underneath the stage area of Boise High School. Some really cool pictures from when it was a radio studio. Um, but it was started by Harry Redeker, a physics and chemistry teacher, uh, to teach uh, enlistees, soldiers, during World War I, um, about how to do Morse code for the war. Uh, they started broadcasting concerts, music events, and like speech-type content instead of just dits and dots on the radio waves. They were then told by the FCC, hey, if you're going to do that, you need to become a fully commercial-licensed radio station. So they filed and were given the call letters. They were all alphabetically assigned at that point. You couldn't request a call letter. Now you can request call letters um, if you start a radio station. They were assigned call letters K-F-A-U and became Boise's first licensed radio station on July 18, 1920. Harry Rediker, the teacher, becomes the first licensed operator. Upgraded their equipment in 1925. Um, NBC launched a radio network of 25 stations. or The station eventually would become part of the NBC network. The Boise School Board in 1928 sells KFAU to a gentleman by the name of Kato Phillips. There's a rumor that why it's called KIDO is in honor of him, Kato, KIDO. KIDO moves to the fourth floor of the Elks building at 9th and Jefferson with a tower uh, antenna on the roof broadcasting with 1,000 watts on November 5th, 1928. And that is the birthday of KIDO, the station we have today. In 1930 September, KIDO upgraded their transmitter and relocates the twin t- twin towers. They had, I believe, they had a one of those antennas with the wire that goes between the two towers. So they had two towers to broadcast from. They located them to South Junior High Field off Owyhee Street, and in September they moved the studios to the basement of the new Hotel Boise, which is now the Hoff Building. And There's a very popular program that uh, took off from there. In 1931, KIDO is authorized to use the frequency of 1350. It's a really cool old picture that uh, Art let me see. I actually have a copy of it. Um, showing, I guess, the predecessor to what like Boise... Kind of like the Boise Hawks, it was the local baseball team. And on the back, they had the scoreboard and kind of the outfield uh, part of the field. And it had the big old like cutouts of the uh, wood it said 1350 KIDO. And then on one side, it had uh, Idaho power as a sponsor. And then on the other side, I believe there was something about the um, Boise airport, like airfield. And I believe at that point that was the airfield was actually where the stadium is at Boise State University. It was very rural back then. So in 1931, authorized for 1350 frequency. 1933, high winds destroyed the Twin Towers at South Junior High, and they erected a single tower to replace them. In 1934, on the 15th, William Edward Borah, senator, sends a telegram saying that the FCC has authorized KIDO to up the power from up to 2,500 watts during the day, and nighttime remains at 1,000 watts. So they were at 1,000 full-time by that point. In 1936, June of that year, Caradio moves to the beautiful new studios in the mezzanine of Hotel Boise. Their new transmitter site with a 235-foot tower was installed at Collister next to the river. And I believe that's where the first Channel 7 tower was later put about... 20 years later. In 1937, KIDO becomes an affiliate of NBC. That was on October 1st, 1937. There was the Red and Blue Network. Um, they got new equipment, tape arrives, cutting lathes, wire recorders. Basically, it's the beginning of new technology for radio. Um, kind of the evolution of what we see now. Um, fun fact for you. NBC Radio, before there was NBC television, obviously, I think that was kind of starting out, but they were primarily radio. They were so big that they were broken up, and I believe NBC Blue was the smaller network, and that was sold off, and from my understanding, that became ABC Radio that was actually still around, not part of ABC anymore, but ABC Radio was a former NBC Blue network that kind of those legacy stations and that infrastructure, ABC radio went the way of the dodo. um, I believe in January or just a few months ago, but in 2020 it was shut down by cumulus media. At least that's what I've read in 1947 in January. KIDO FM goes on the air from the ninth floor of the hotel Boise. It was on the air for six hours a day with an antenna on the roof near the Hotel Boise sign. station went off the air very soon due to no receivers in the area. Not many people had enough money to go buy a brand new technology called the FM radio. That was just AM back then. And radio stations were full service. It wasn't talk on the AM and music on the FM. It was everything. It was full service. They had music. They had News, it was just full, well rounded programming, and people gather around the radio at night, listen to some live performances, music. Um, I even heard a story that they used to use the old telegraph wires that ran between like Boise and Nampa, and apparently would hijack the wires from Union Pacific so that they could run a remote uh, broadcast from like Nampa High or Boise High, because back in the day, those were the two biggest schools. Those were the only schools. There wasn't all the schools we have now. And so I guess they'd have, there was the, the big to-do was the football game between Boise High and Nampa High. And they would hijack the uh, telegraph wires for a couple of hours, broadcast the game with the audio being sent between the uh, main studio and the remote at the field. And then um, they would hurry up, wrap up the broadcast, uh, slip the wires back into connection just in time for the clocks to update um, at the top of the next hour after the broadcast. Pretty cool little history there. Um, in 1946 and 1947, competitors come on the air to KIDO, news stations. KGM, which was 1140, is now a Catholic radio station. They came on, and at the time, probably not right away, but they, for a while, were Idaho's most powerful radio station at 10,000 watts. They were almost double the power of most of the AM stations in the area before KBOI went 50,000 watts in 1967. KDSH came on the air in 1947. That station became KBOI, um, but they were definitely just starting out, and they were an early competitor to KIDO. But KIDO was definitely the stronger signal at the time, more power transmitting, they were kind of the the father of radio. Well, they were the father of radio. In 1950, KIDO moves the studios to the entire second floor of the Chamber of Commerce building on Idaho Street between Capitol Boulevard and 8th Street, and they added new equipment. In 1951, on March 18th, KIDO moves to frequency AM 630, with 5,000 watts day and night, and a new RCA transmitter with three tower directional array. That's currently the AM630 transmitter site. It's out Cloverdale Road off of Hubbard, and I believe from what I read a few years ago, it's the third largest in terms of the spread, geographical spread. Um, There's a mile between the farthest east and the farthest west tower, and it's the third largest antenna array in the United States. In 1952, KIDO files for TV station Channel 7. 1953, July 12th, KIDO TV goes on the air as Idaho's second television station with studios and transmitter on Crestline Drive in Boise Hills Village. The very first station was actually KFXD I believe channel 6. No, channel 2 was yeah, channel 2 was first. They were up on the mountain uh where they currently all the transmitters are now above Boise next to Bogus. They were the pioneers of uh doing that. I think I have that right. Anyway, channel 2 was for sure the first one up on uh, Deer Point up near Bogus. I don't know if they were the very first station. KFXD channel 6 was, I think, the first TV station, and they didn't last very long. In 1959, KIDO is sold to the Boeing subsidiary company of the Boeing Company of Seattle. Studios are moved to the Hubbard transmitter site. And then to Vista and Overland. There's a really cool building at Vista and Overland, and it's still the building that those studios were in still stands. And I'd like to play some cool jingles that art from the History of Idaho Broadcasting Foundation gave me. These are jingles from K-Ideo in the mid-50s and 60s. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, pardon the interruption. I know you were really listening intensely to this episode. My apologies. But I'd like to take a moment to let you know that there are other people who love this podcast as much as you and like hearing some really cool, interesting topics and discussions. And if you have a brand, product, maybe you have a podcast yourself. If you would like to advertise in this podcast either a pre-roll at the beginning of an episode, in the middle, just like you're hearing right now, or at the end of podcast episodes, please let me know. I would love to help you connect with the listeners just like yourself with whatever it is you would like to get uh, to their ears. Just email advertising at everettpodcast.com. Again, pardon the interruption. I will get you right back to this episode that you're listening to. Thanks. K-I-D-O in Boise, Kiddle Ray. Our sounds are getting better all the time Down 63 in Boise Oh, we love you so Our sounds are getting better all the time Back home again In dear old Boise On Kiddo OK I I-D-O You'll get listening. That's fun for you in our town When it tune 63 on radio Our sound is tasty as a cherry pie Sound 63 is on the go who we'll be the apple blossom of your eye? K-I-D sound, we're mighty happy to have you around, to play the music that you want us to, to bring you the news while the news is new, you'll never go wrong cause there's always a song and a smile, on your radio dial at 630, that sound, 63 KIDO. Heard that sound before. You bet the toys he those- knows. In Boise, Idaho At home, or on the go
1: Keep that radio dial at
0: 630 It's listening designed With you in mind on sound 63, K-I-D-O, in Boise. 63, I D O K I D O. In uh, September 15th of 1975, KIDO changed their format from middle of the road, a little bit of everything, to a younger based adult contemporary genre. The next year, on July 1st, 1976, KIDO is sold, or, sold to Western Broadcasting Company of Missoula, Montana. Tons of staff changes come up and they file for their f- FM station of 104.3, which is still owned by the same group. Uh, at the time, it was, I believe their call it is on that one, was KIDQ. Um, and they didn't have true stereo back then, so what they would do is they would do one channel on AM and one channel on FM, and so you would you could listen to stereo if you had one on each side. But I believe that they were. I don't think that they truly simulcasted everything like KBOI did on their FM in uh, 1977. K Audio changes format to rock and tries to compete head to head with. KFXD drops NBC and KBOI picks up NBC News. In 1978, KIDO changes format again to a progressive album rock uh, genre. In May of 1979, the Sundance Broadcasting Company by, by KIDO switched the format to Urban Cowboy Country and call it the radio station, and changed the name to KIDO. Sounds just like Idaho. Get it? <laughs> and apparently somebody said, I'd rather be I'd rather be in Idaho. Listen to KIDO like Idaho. Uh, their FM KIDQ FM Q104 goes on the air on November 1st, 1979. It was a rock format as well. I think I have a like a bumper sticker from that. Um, in 1985, KIDO becomes Sunny 63 and moves towards a news talk format in the evenings. And subsequently, in 1989, KIDO becomes News Talk 630 KIDO, then News Radio 630 KIDO. So here is a sound check of um, a song into a news break from 19 from January of New Year's Day, I believe, of 1986. KIDO with Barbara Streisand from the movie Funny Girl. People who love people. On sunny 63, half a minute away from CBS News at 5 o'clock. As the sun sets, yes, the sun sets, and you can see it setting. Isn't it nice to have some blue sky and warm temperatures for the next couple of days. Highs will be in the mid-30s, thereabouts, and lows tonight in the mid to upper teens. That's where our highs have been for the last three weeks. Currently it's 33 at sunny 63. This is KIDO Boise at 5 o'clock. This is The World Tonight. Good evening, I'm Christopher Glenn, CBS News. A voice from the Kremlin heard in the United States. I wish you a happy new year. To every American family, I wish good health, peace, and happiness. And a voice from the White House heard in the Soviet Union. On behalf of the American people, I wish you all a happy and healthy new year. Let's work together to make it a year of peace. It was a historic occasion on this New Year's Day, this exchange of greetings and goodwill. Mark Phillips reports from Moscow. For the first time since 1972, when Richard Nixon did it, an American president directly addressed the Soviet people. President Reagan tonight wished the Soviet Union, in Russian, clear skies, an old expression of goodwill. The rest of the president's message was delivered in English, but with a Russian translation and with more goodwill. The President told the Soviets that he hoped the results of the Geneva summit meeting could be built on in the coming year. But in moderate terms, he also outlined some of the areas that will present the greatest difficulties. He talked about his hopes for developing defensive systems, the Star Wars program the Russians are dead set against. And he outlined his views on human rights, calling for freedom of speech, movement, assembly and worship. Respect for all people is essential to peace. And as we agreed in Geneva, Progress in resolving humanitarian issues in a spirit of cooperation would go a long way to making 1986 a better year for all of us. The Soviets, as they had agreed, carried his remarks in full and also broadcast Mikhail Gorbachev's address to the American people. Mark Phillips, CBS News, Moscow. The Gorbachev greetings to Americans after this. I do have the full audio uh, clip of that, but um, we don't have time for that right now. I just thought it was kind of cool, the the historic of the Soviet Union before the Russia we have today. So going on, uh, KIDO switched to, switches in, I believe, let me look at the history here, between 89 and 93. So right around 89, I believe, they switched to their all-news and talk format. 93, John uh, legacy member John Dwayne. Took Over the morning show, he passed away a few years ago. I went to his funeral, really great guy. Um, his co host Chris Kelly joined the show in the uh, right around that time. By 96 99, KID was sold to Sundance and Colfax, who sells to J core who then sells to Clear Channel quite a bit. I remember there were lots of um things going on. I was hanging out, I was like seven, hanging out in the newsroom at KIDO at that point, and I remember. A lot of hearing weird things about that. In two thousand one, Clear Channel moved the KIDO studios to their current location, beautiful new studios on Park Boulevard. That is where I started working for KIDO in two thousand six. On august twelfth, two thousand two, KIDO moves from six thirty AM to five eighty on the dial, and KFXD moves from five eighty to AM six thirty. In 2006, John Dwayne and Chris Kelly resigned from the morning show due to non-negotiables with Clear Channel. And the current era of their format took over. First with the story. First with the news. First on your radio. 580 News Radio KIDO. You steer. We'll navigate. At the next intersection. Traffic and weather together on the 10s on 580. News Radio KIDO. For 80 years, KIDO has been an Idaho leader. That tradition continues today. It's time for Kevin Miller in the morning. Kevin Miller in the morning. Voices Talk Radio Evolution starts now. 580 KIDO. And then they obviously took over the Broncos. And um, I realized that I actually was producing the show the night that they announced that they were going to go to the Fiesta Bowl. And so that was kind of cool. So I saved this little clip. It'll be a fiesta. A party. <laughs> Kevin Miller, thanks so much for being down here tonight at the Double R Ranch Club. Enjoyed it. And Bob, I thanks for keep- you tomorrow morning. Thanks for keeping me out of trouble. For Kevin Miller, for our technical uh Assistant Lee Eichelberger, we thank him for Taylor McConaughey in the studio for getting us on the air tonight. This Bob Beeler saying so long from the Double R Ranch Club in the stickle. Cut him off. Same button. Whoops. Anyway. So hopefully a nice change of pace from the past podcast that I've been doing. A little something different. That's kind of the way I want this podcast to be going. Keep changing it up. Talk about something that matters. Talk about something that you can enjoy. And if you live in the Boise area, something that might actually apply to where you live. Don't think I'm going to make the time this week. That was a lot more information than I thought I actually had. So, uh, it was definitely. This is my take number two. Um. So we'll try to keep it about 30 minutes normally, but probably going to be a little bit over. We'll make up for it the rest of the month. I'm sure we'll cut some time off. Anyway, it's been a pleasure to spend time with you wherever you choose to listen. Be sure to visit everettmcconaughey.com forward slash podcast to find out where to subscribe. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Deezer, and so many more. Also, a YouTube version of the podcast, available. All of the information that you could possibly want to know at my website, everettmcconaughey.com forward slash podcast. Do you have thoughts or questions? Let me know, text me, 208-391-2808. Love to hear what you have to say. If you want to provide a voice input, go ahead and call it. Go straight to voicemail, leave a message. I'd be happy to follow up on a future podcast. Thank you for your time. It has been a privilege and an honor to get to grace your ears today. And I hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you next time. can join the conversation anytime call or text 208-391-2808 also you can connect on twitter look for at everett podcast listen to all available episodes of everything with everett as well as find out where to subscribe more information at everettmcconaughey.com forward slash podcast